Hello, and welcome to Talking with the Hawks podcast. This podcast is going to go many topics such as SEL, mental health, and many other problems and issues that affect staff and students here at Hotel New Middle School. Here today, we have our lovely guest, Miss Heather Blevins. Hi, Tim. Thanks for having us. Can you hear me okay? Okay. Yes. All right. So, yeah, thanks for inviting me on here today. I was hoping we could um, do a little talking about vaping and e-cigarettes. Yeah. So we have a few questions for you. So our first question is, what can you tell us about vaping and e-cigarettes? Yeah, great question. Um, this is a good way to start. So so I, I'm sure we've all heard of e-cigarettes or vapes. Um, the vape pens are a newer thing on the market. They allow the user to make um, large clouds that many think are just water vapor, right? Vaping. But something interesting that I learned is the cloud is a mixture of many different chemicals that were in the e-liquid before um, or made during the heating process. Yes, I love that very detailed answer. So e-cigarettes don't just make a vapor? Since they don't make smoke, wouldn't that make them safer than smoking cigarettes, I'm guessing? Yeah, Tim, that's that's an excellent question and a, and a really great point. And surprisingly, overall, there's really not much difference between smoking and vaping um, when it comes to safety. So commonly, we used to think that smoking was more harmful, right? Because the product is being burnt. We've got smoke inhaled to the lungs. We've got smoke around us, uh, around the smoker. Um, but we're now finding out very similar damage uh, from heating up vaping solutions and inhaling the vapor into the lungs. So maybe you remember from your science class, um, a vapor is a chemical that has evaporated, right? So you have water vapor, but an aerosol is a mixture of liquid particles suspended in a gas and it can actually contain many chemicals. So instead of just mixing with the air like a pure gas, these vapes also put out aerosols and they can leave drops behind on surfaces. So we, we know about secondhand smoke that affects those around the regular cigarettes, right? The smoke surrounding um, from the burning tobacco products like cigarettes, cigars, or pipes. And we know that it's toxic when it's inhaled by the smoker or the person around them. So here's what's interesting about e-cigarettes is they actually leave behind what's called third-hand smoke. And that was a new term to me even. But what that is is um, the chemicals in the e-cigarette or the vape aerosol remain on surfaces and they can they can be in the dust they can stay on other surfaces after the vapor and aerosol are gone so what that means is the drops left behind can sometimes contain dangerous chemicals we're talking things like propylene glycol glycerin flavorings of course nicotine and um, some harmful chemicals and toxins that may even cause cancer and of course nicotine and the danger here with the third hand smoke is these chemicals that are on other on their other surfaces can be exposed to people or animals through the respiratory system or ingestion or through skin exposure so we're talking about um, you know small children could be at risk for third hand smoke because they put things into their mouth and they have more vulnerable vulnerable skin pets are another um, concern
So, what makes people want to keep vaping if it is harmful? Another great question in part. I think there is a widespread and intentional misunderstanding about the safety of these cigarettes. Did you know that American Cancer Society said Juul, a popular brand with young people, has a significantly higher amount of nicotine per puff than some other types of e-cigarettes and cigarettes? Dr. Arrington said the 5% nicotine pods sold by Juul contains about 59 milligrams per milliliter of nicotine, or equal to a pack of cigarettes. We all know, of course, that nicotine is the greatest factor in continuing to vape. So, a question for you. How exactly does nicotine work? Yeah, that's another great question, Tim, and, and thank you for that um, that other fact about the Juul cigarettes. That's a really important information. Um, so, we, we know nicotine is a drug, and, and it binds directly to um, some receptors in the pleasure center of the brain and creates a flood of dopamine. You might have heard of dopamine. It's a type of neurotransmitter, right? It's a chemical that makes us feel good, and it causes the activation of, of pleasure centers in the brain. So what happens is when the nicotine binds there, it doesn't take the brain very long to adapt, and it starts to count on this nicotine coming from this outside source for, for dopamine. So it means that your brain will start to produce less of the chemical on its own. And now it's depending on the nicotine to activate these centers. So your, your body begins to physically require that in order for you to feel right. And this is what we call nicotine addiction. It, it makes you feel anxious when you don't have it because your body's not able to make the normal amount of dopamine on its own. And so that's how the nicotine works on your brain. Yes, uh, very great answer. So does nicotine affect other places besides the brain? Another great question, Tim. Um, yeah, in fact, we have another type of receptors throughout our body called acetylcholine. Um, that These are receptors that also are affected by nicotine. And for example, you've probably heard of the fight or flight response, right? That's activated um, when those receptors receive nicotine. And so one of the, the body or systemic effects is you're gonna see your heart beat faster. And so over time, this can lead to stress on your heart. Um, the toxins and nicotine itself can also cause damage to the lungs and breathing trouble over time. And here's another fun fact I didn't know, but nicotine um, can also cause acid reflux or heartburn. So it's got, um, it's got wide effects throughout not just the brain, but the entire body. Yes. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> so what would you say to someone who wants to try vaping or feels they must do it to relax? Yeah, so um, for the first part, um, if you're, you're thinking about trying vaping and you haven't before, um, I would ask you to consider if you have any other healthy and adaptive ways to regulate or to concentrate or to, to find... Um, the same feeling that you're looking for with the the vaping because um, once you've started vaping as we know nicotine can be very addictive 
both mentally and physically. And so if you haven't started, that's going to be your best chance of not starting. But if you have started vaping and you want to stop, and there, there are many people in that category, it doesn't make you a bad person. But if you decide that it's not for you or not something that you want to continue, but you feel like maybe your body doesn't feel the same way, um, there are lots of programs available to help with this to help you quit. Um, there are there are apps, there are websites, um, just throwing one out here, teen.smokefree.gov slash quit vaping is one. There are many others available on social media that can help get you started with that. Um, so, and maybe even another whole podcast, you could discuss some other ways to, um, you know, to regulate without, um, having to use vaping or smoking. So I really appreciate you having me on your podcast today, Tim. And I think this is a very important subject. And uh, I really appreciate your great questions too. Well, I appreciate you for coming. And uh, that's all the time we have for today. So I hope you have a nice week. Uh, tune in next episode for when we talk to Dr. Dixon. Can't wait for that one. So... Goodbye.